0: Good day to our students. Welcome to this podcast interview that I'm having with Dr. Judy Van Heerden. She is the program coordinator for the foundation phase. A warm welcome to you, Dr. Van Heerden.
1: Thank you, Dr. Smith, and thank you for the opportunity to talk to the students about a very important component of their training about and that is the teaching practice.
0: So, Thank you so much. For our foundation phase students, uh, Dr. Van Heerden, what information would you like to share with them, especially our second and third year students, for them to keep in mind specifically in terms of the foundation phase when they go out for work integrated learning?
1: Well, work integrated learning or teaching practice as it's also called, is an opportunity for students to learn a lot. Many students say that they've learned more in those three weeks than in a a whole year at the school, um, in the classes. So what I would say is that it is definitely a learning opportunity. It's an opportunity to do personal development. It's also a chance for building your CV and to get some practice and some experience with the children in the real situation, in the class, in the schools. So, in terms of specific foundation phase needs, you must first know that children that you are going to teach, that they are smaller. So it's also different for the 280 and 380 students. The 280 students are going to a preschool, two weeks to preschool and one week to a grade R centre. And they work with children Ranging from three to six years. And then the others, the 380s, they will go for three weeks to uh, foundation phase class, anything from grade one to grade three. So these children are young. And it's also important to remember it's the beginning of the year. The children are new, the teachers are new, there are many uncertain aspects that you have to keep in mind. But so, um, it is very important, in my opinion, that you plan and that you prepare properly. If you do that, will, um, be easily, you will be able to um, do a, make a big success of your teaching practice experience.
0: Wonderful. Um, Dr. van Heerden, is there any advice that you would like to give students going out to the schools in the foundation phase in terms of how they can make the most of this learning experience?
1: Right, I've already said plan and prepare. And you can start with that planning and preparation before you go to the schools. So it is good to know where you are going. And if possible, you could perhaps try to have a meeting with the principal of the school so that you can um, especially in the preschool, that's a, a smaller setup and it's easier to get to see the person, um, principal in person. So you could perhaps try to meet with him and to know what the rules are or the expectations are, the hours. So I think that is one of the things that you can prepare for. It would also be very handy if you could perhaps know what the themes are in the beginning of the year so that you can prepare some resources and can start to look for ideas for the lessons that you are going to present. So what I know from my own experience is the chance that you will get the theme My Body is very good. So I can guarantee that one of the three weeks will, uh, that theme might might come up. So I think uh, that's important that you then think of ideas, that you try to um, get your resources in, in order. You've made some Some of your modules, find them, have them ready. If you've got puppets, if you've got pictures, um, a storybook that you made for the literacy module, you can maybe use those now. And then I would also say get all your notes and your textbooks. Make sure that you know where they are and go through them again. Just page through them and familiarize yourself with the requirements. Do you know the structure of the lesson. Do you know how you are going to write out a lesson? Will you be able to do that? So that is my advice um, that I want to share with
0: the students. That is excellent advice. So Dr. Van Heerden, I presume students, let's say our second year is going out um, to a preschool, they might dress a bit differently than students going out to, some, to, to a primary school um, to let's say grade 1 to 3.
1: Yes, Um, all students should dress professionally. Your whole conduct should be professional. Um, That's a topic that we can discuss a little bit later. But if we talk about the dress code, that is also something that you can ask the school beforehand. Do they have certain rules in terms of a dress code? Some of the preschools are quite informal and they allow the staff to dress informally, but informally um, doesn't mean mean untidy or sloppy. So relaxed in the sense that you are comfortable, that you can lift up your arms, that you can carry things, because it's much more hands-on. The you are going to do many things outside, so wear comfortable shoes, um, wear neat tops, and if you are allowed to use uh, to wear. Um, it's usually not short, these very, very short ones, but kneelings, so make sure that you know what kind of clothing they allow and what is appropriate, so you must be able to feel comfortable, but also neat and still professional
0: wonderful advice thank you so much so our second year students they will um present three lessons and the third year's six lessons um while they're at the school is there any advice that um on how best they can work with the learners in the foundation phase in in terms of building relationships or in terms of handling um the the class
1: yes so uh, three lessons that's actually very little um i would say that's the minimum Mm. if you can present more than three that would be wonderful yeah because that shows that you are willing and that you are um, also practicing your different skills so at least try to do a lesson from each of the different learning areas a language lesson a math lesson and a life skill life skills lesson um, in the preschool many of the lessons fall under life skills so there you will do for instance music and art and movement so i would really recommend that if it is at all possible to do more than the minimum of three that you do that but um you will have to find out from the teachers beforehand before you start with your lesson planning what they suggest and um, what um, what are the requirements in terms of the lessons? You must keep in mind the, the age of the child. There's really a difference in presenting a lesson to a three-year-old and a nine-year-old. So the attention span, the time that they can concentrate, you must keep that in mind. It's hands-on. The children must really participate. So no worksheets. Um, they mm. are going to do worksheets in the older phases later on, and many of them but definitely no worksheets in the preschool. Um, Try to work kinesthetically with the bodies. Let them do as many activities with their bodies as possible. Then, when they've mastered that, then you go to three-dimensional work, where they work with objects, and then lastly, two-dimensional, on paper. Um, And that doesn't mean worksheet. That is where they can for instance make patterns with their fingers on a paper as a frame around the picture that they drew or painted or pasted. So what I would also suggest is please please go back to your notes and Mm. familiarize yourself with the information there that you know what you were taught in terms of the requirements of each of these um, lessons. The lessons for language and for math and for art each one, and for music and for movement, they've got their own requirements and their own tips of the trade that you must try to adhere to. Mm. Yes
0: wonderful advice thank you so much so um, we could really have a discussion all day on this um, the last question I just want to ask is specific to our second year students who will go to preschool for two weeks and then grade R for one week is there um, anything that you would want to elaborate on in terms of the requirements for them
1: I think I've answered most of that in the previous question so um they can then, if they present art activities, for instance, to the children, they must remember what they were taught in the JDK 130 module. That we don't present it for the whole group and everybody is doing the same activity, but that we work in small groups. There's mm. a main activity where you, as the teacher, are supervising, so you work with four to six children at that group, and then the other activities must be something that the children can do on their own. In the, um, independently so that is something that is different um maybe from the other phases so definitely remember that yeah and then uh, if they present language activities i would recommend that they do a story and it's not a story reading but a story telling activity where you um sit with the children on the carpet and we have got a discussion with them so go back to your JGL notes and the requirements of that. So I think that advice, um, that is something that I yeah. want to, to share with the students. And another thing is you cannot teach foundation-based children without resources. So mm. you always must have some resources that you can uh, you can light up your lesson. It can be pictures, masks, um, finger puppets, hand puppets, oh, uh, word cards, remember the rule for the word cards that it must be in right 1 font, always starting with a small letter, um, books, there they are just endless numbers of, um, of resources that you should try to use
0: wonderful thank you so much for that valuable advice um dr van thank you so much for um, your hard work as a program coordinator for sharing this valuable information with our foundation phase students going out for work integrated learning is there any last comments uh, before we finish off
1: yes i almost forgot i want to um, advise the students get yourself a little book Uh, a five size book that you dedicate to your work integrated learning experience and keep your eyes and ears open and write down all the interesting ideas and advice that you are going to acquire along the road. You might say, oh, that is something nice. I would like to do that one day. I can guarantee you, you are not going to remember everything. Mm. Make notes write them down, talk to the teachers, uh, communicate and ask them, why do you do it like this? Mm. What is the uh, reason for doing it in this way and not in that way? And you are going to learn a lot. Mm. And and then also another thing is please be active and don't wait for instructions. If you can be extra eyes and extra hands in the class, I guarantee you, you will be appreciated very much. So, um, Try to help wherever possible and learn and be available for the children, for the teachers and for your own development. Thank you
0: very much. Wonderful advice. Thank you, um, Dr. van Heerden, for this wonderful podcast interview. It was truly a pleasure. And um, thank you for all the hard work you've been doing also throughout the years in the foundation phase and in the department and with our students. We truly appreciate it so much. Thank you, everyone, for, um, this, for joining our podcast. You're welcome to, to listen to it again and again and again, just to take it all in and really apply it during your work integrated learning period. Thank you.